Welcome back to Kettlebells and Cocktails. I'm your host, John, back with my bestie, Nikki, for like the millionth time in the last two weeks. <laughs> I like it. I don't know about you. I'm very much enjoying our nightly, almost nightly chats. All right. Don't take this wrong. I love seeing you nightly, but I'm exhausted. <laughs> I know I am too. It's so funny because it's very much like the peak moment, like the peak part of the season where all the athletes were like gone and they were traveling and you know you got a chance to connect right. with all them at games and we were very much like hey like we'd love to have you on the show want to hear how everything's going and so they all at the very same time are like how about now right <laughs> before training ramps up or before the season starts like i'm glad we're catching the people who are available when they are available it's great right. but yeah i'm also tired let's go back to once a week <laughs> it's tough man it's uh well i like it, you know, it's it's all self-inflicted on my end, too, because I booked this, you know, like, totally solid for the month of September. And, you know, I'm in the f final month of the third quarter at work. I've ramped up my training at the gym. I changed nutrition. I got a kid that just went off to college. It's like everything that could be going on in my life at one time is happening oh. all at once. And it's all, most uh -huh. of it self-inflicted, so none of that's a complaint by any stretch of the imagination. It's just like I'm exhausted at this point. Wait, I'm so. literally in the same boat where like Q4 is coming up. And for anyone working in e-com, Q4 is like our Super Bowl, right? Like holidays, Black Friday, whatever. So I'm right. buried in work. We just moved into this house. Like, uh, you know, I know it was two months ago, but we've only had like three whole weekends at home. We're building a new chicken coop because we have chicks in the garage that oh, need to I go saw somewhere. That. I yeah, saw huh? That. Baby chicken. Uh -huh. my, dog, my dog had surgery. We're traveling again in a couple of weekends. Like, it's bananas. I, completely self inflicted. Oh, our entire upstairs is a construction zone. Oh, well, that. Yeah. Not, yeah. It's going to be like that for a while, too, right? It is. And like carpets tore up, but now hardwoods are on back order. It's yeah. bad. Mm. Check mm. out my mug. I have my mug tonight. What does it say? Yeah. Best, Best cat, cat ever. Cat ever. Oh, look, look what he's he's giving little fingies. Yeah, it's Bean. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is Bean. Yeah, it's Bean. Um, yeah, so. Well, I think uh, worth worth saying we are bummed because tonight we were supposed to be live with Freya Mooseberger and well, Canada strikes again. I know, man. I, you know, I said off the air, they've got amazing free health care and they have AOL dial up out on that West Coast because it's our second one where, uh, you know, between her and Pat, we just can't seem to get the connection to work on their end, you know, and it's on yeah, their it's end. Yeah, it's a bummer. So. It's just, it's but she was on and she was available. She didn't stand us up and we want to reschedule with her when we can get her in a place right. that has excellent service or connection or maybe right. even live if we can catch her at a competition because she kind of like burst out onto the scene this season. And I'm super excited to get to know her a little bit more. And I, I want to make sure that everyone can like hear what she has to say. So that's coming, unfortunately. I know. She's very she's cool. I, wanted, uh, I, wanted, I, I love talking to these um you know, kind of new young CrossFitters that I don't know, it's hard to describe other than, you know, you just get the sense of how excited they are and how much fun they're having. And I just love watching people have fun, you know, like really get excited about what they're doing. And so to hear their, you know, as they're starting their journey is really fun for me, you know, so it's a bummer that we couldn't seem to get that to work, but yeah, we'll, we'll we will. Though. We'll catch up with her. Yeah, I agree, though. That's a great perspective, because I feel like the the 
competitive CrossFitters journey now is so different from even like five years ago. And so like hearing how these people are sort of like training and ramping up and coming up and inspired by, you know, the OGs who are really only like 30 year old CrossFitters. <laughs> We're old. <laughs> it's just, fun. it's fun. It's fun to see the evolution of all of that on the competitive side of the sport. For real. Well, we can talk about other things. There's other things to talk about. There are. There absolutely are. I did. Uh, I want to know I about the, your uh, your training and your how you're prepping for your big debut. Oh, uh, well, all right. We'll talk about that first. Um, it's going okay. It's brutal. Um, I'm not really sure where to start. I mean, it, trying to do the combination of a of a nutrition plan and you know, kind of a new workout structure. It would. It makes sense that that's the way you should do it. But man, it's hard to like focus on two things at once and then, and then also have work and life and like all the other things that go along with it. Not to mention I'm ramping up the training. So it's kind of hard to really dial in the nutrition because your body's like, give me all the food, <laughs> give me everything, you know? Yeah. So that, it's been tough in that regard. And the training's hard because I'm focusing on a lot of weaknesses and, you know, so it's become training that I don't like to do, but is necessary. Yeah, so it's not as much fun. It's just going to class and hanging out with your buddies and and doing yeah. So yeah, it's like eating your vegetables. Yeah, pretty much. You know, so it's you know, and we're testing a lot of different things and like you know, trying to figure out what's working and what isn't. And so it's you know, it's a lot of ski erg, which I don't like, and a lot of sandbag work and assault bike and you know, you just name everything that I'm not good at, and we're throwing it in. You know. And it's just, it's a lot of work. So right yeah. now I'm physically, I'm kind of beat up and I got to get a couple little tweaks here and there. So I'm kind of working through some injuries and, but with all that said, I am happy with, you know, some of the part, like, I feel like I'm learning stuff every workout. I feel like my progress is on, on track and I have a lot of time still, but I, I absolutely feel like I'm, I'm learning things and getting better in some areas and, and I'm able to hold on longer in some workouts where I wouldn't have been able to a few weeks ago, even, you know, so, so far, so good. It just, it feels really early considering this things, you know, second week of January. Somebody said to me, they're like, you know, you're starting way too early. You should start like maybe last week of December. I'm like, yeah, that's a great idea. You know, two weeks, you know, give me like full week ramp up and then a taper week and I'm good to go. <laughs> you know? Oh my God. Who's, who said that? Someone who doesn't understand training no, methodology someone, someone at who all. does understand training and they were busting my balls just being funny. Oh, oh, I was going to say, maybe if you're just like really a high level games athlete, that's all you need to prepare for a competition. But well, and, and, you know, work life has become tough. So like I've have been having to do some workouts at home. Like I worked out at home today and working out at home, it, like it sucks. Like it really, especially if it's kind of a longer, harder workout and you have to really focus on what you're doing and you're trying to put a, you know, get a real like kind of test of what your score should be doing that at home by yourself, man. It's hard to, hard to push through. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be able to do that. Well, I'm not sure I am either, but I'm giving it my best go. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> That's awesome. That's good. I'm so glad that you're, I'm glad that you're, you have this test because it's been a little while since you, I mean, like last year, I feel like you were doing the nutrition thing for a little bit. And it's always nice to just like get a new test to get a new benchmark, get a new goal post out there. And, and periodically, I feel like we all crave that, right? Like that's so very much who we are within the CrossFit community. You kind of like, you need a goal, you need something to work toward, you need something to dial in. And then you need to just kind of like fuck off for a while. And then you do yeah. it all over again. 
the cycle of hard, man. Like I, I keep telling myself, don't be disappointed in January. That's all I keep telling myself as hard as the things Wait, are now. And as much as I don't like it. Well, I like, I, I just want to give well, my like best that's effort. That's the goal. Yeah, I see. I see. The goal is to not be disappointed in January. So the fact that everything sucks right now, I'm telling myself it's okay that it sucks right now, like that it's hard and that I don't like it because what I don't want to happen is to go do this thing in January and have regret. I don't care like what my score ends up being necessarily. I mean, I want to post my best score possible, but you know, I don't care about beating people. I just care about being the best version of me when I get there. And if I get there and look back and go, hey, I didn't go hard enough in December. Or I didn't focus enough on nutrition or I could have done, you know, this other thing different. I'll be really disappointed, you know. So that for me, yeah. that's the goal is like put in good work now. Like, yeah. You know, and and then have fun once I get there. So. And then tequila. <laughs> and then all the tequila. Yeah. The tequila. So, yeah, it's. That's perfect. Yeah, it's weird. It's just, it's just a weird yeah. thing. I certainly have far more respect for people that. You know, and not I'm not comparing myself to any kind of real athlete here, but the people that do this for a living that actually train really hard every day and it's their job, like talk about total respect. Like when you have the dedication mm. to dial in for hours a day and keep your nutrition in check and you know, it's it's hard. You know, I think of like mm. Pat, you know, who's got a family and a job and and uh you know, still competing at the highest level, like man, it, it, I don't think he gets enough credit for that. You know, yeah, credit for being yeah, a great I athlete, agree. But how hard that is, you know? Yeah. The balance is insane. Yeah, I'll tell you what, what I was thinking and what gets me is like, I was watching on just on Instagram, like Danny traveling through Europe and like taking a little bit of a well, well deserved a little bit of a break after games and like mm-hmm. getting gelato all through Italy and right. whatever. And then coming back and starting her training. And I'm like, for me, like when I hit a period of like, I'm taking a break or I'm not really paying attention to my nutrition or whatever, like restarting any of that is the most difficult thing in the world. Matt is making the biggest racket in the kitchen. (laughs) It's It's like insane. It's It's all good. It's, it's a pain in the ass for my entire family that I am still working from and podcasting from the dining room table. (laughs) I I was just thinking the other day I needed to like go shopping and buy Matt a gift and send it to him for his generosity for the amount of time he's loaned you to me for all these shows. Cause that dude, that dude is a saint. He is a saint. He is. is. He's doing a lot of uh, one-on-one dad time to, to let me do all these podcasts, which is fun, but it's just, it's hilarious. Like we are in the process of setting up my home office, which is going to be just the most awesome, like office podcast studio. Like I'll be able to like do whatever internet content I need, you know, just like, it's such a pain in the ass when you like, you know, you set up your ring light to like shoot something. And then it's just like, it's just like out in a corner somewhere for the rest of the the month before you're like, shit, where does this go? I put it away. So I have like big plans for that office, but Man, home construction moves slow. Yes, it does. Slow, slow. It's like a lot we got to do in there. So I just, that's the beautiful background soundtrack of all of our podcasts is me, <laughs> like in the dining room while Matt's right. trying to like give the baby dinner and like go through the fridge. Everyone and everyone, all of our listeners are just in my house with me. That's what we're doing here. Hey, I love it. I did, I did have a topic tonight. Actually, I was going to, <gasps> we we're going to talk to Freya about this, but since she's not on, okay. we'll just talk, we'll talk amongst ourselves. So, um, it's kind of been on my mind all week, but I saw this today. So I, I did a charity event today and I was at the food bank 
and we're handing out food. It's a really cool event. They do this in Cleveland. Uh, they do it down the Muni, the municipal lot. They call it the Muni lot here in Cleveland. People tailgate there for the Browns games. So we all go to commiserate and be sad. And uh, so what the food bank does is they set up these stations and cars come through and you're feeding families. And um, they write on the window how many families are being fed. And then we're told how much stuff you should give them. Right. And so it's basically, you know, these huge bags of potatoes and there's a produce, a couple of produce boxes and uh, frozen roaster chickens and breads and like lots of food. Right. And it's a cool event. And we were there from, you know, noon till about 430. And it's just like literally just lines of cars all day long. You know, so you're feeding thousands Wait, so of like families. The families themselves come up? Well, like, you know, someone for the family will come, you know, pull yeah, through yeah. in their car and you'll load the car for food. So it's almost like they're going to the grocery store and you're loading their car for them, you know? Oh, cool. Love yeah, it. it's, just, it's a cool event, right? It's just, it's, a, you know, something we do at work. We give back and, uh, you know, partner with the food bank. Anyway, I'm in line or I'm sitting there doing this and it's all employees. And a lot of these people work for me. And there's a young woman who works for me that's kind of to my left. And I see a car from across from me. And keep in mind, these cars are coming. So we have to be very cognizant of where the cars are so they don't hit us. And they're mm -hmm. not driving slow usually. And so one of the cars stops in the middle of the, the roadway. And he's like holding up the line. And he's shouting something. And I'm trying to figure out what he's shouting. He's holding everybody up. you know. And there's loud music because we're you know trying to keep ourselves occupied. And I realize he's catcalling her. No, get the fuck out. Are and, you I'm, and I'm sitting there going, you can't even go to a charity event with as a woman without getting catcalled. Like, how does that happen in this day and age? You know, now, well, I'm, not even, I'm not really going to repeat what he said. And what he said wasn't vulgar. You know, I'm not giving an excuse to him. He was hitting on her at the yeah, middle yeah. of a charity event. You know, but he's catcalling her. You know, I think he thought he was being funny. Um, but I'm just sitting there going, man, like, so tough as a woman to, like, have to deal mm -hmm. with this stuff. And it, it made me think of something that happened last week. I haven't had a chance to talk to you about uh, a different YouTube channel. I actually clipped a video out of our Haley Adams interview. Really? You, oh, you, yes. Yes. Did you, did you see I that? commented about this. Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't you, watched it yet, which is why I haven't made lots of comments yet. But anyway, keep going. Yeah. So it's this page, uh, Jason CrossFit Media, I think is the name of the page. And I kind of know him. I was on his podcast once. Very nice dude. I was too once. Uh, yeah, very sweet. Yeah, he's in the UK and he has, mm -hmm. I would define his show as dispassionate. And what I mean by that is like, he just kind of reports the news as it is and okay. creates conversation. He doesn't really give opinion, personal opinion. Okay. He just like kind of reports what he heard, you know? And, and so the topic is to this show is should you be allowed to talk about women's bodies in sport? You know, right. Athletes bodies. Yeah, which I thought, which I was, you know, I was listening to it and there were so many comments coming in on it. And, you know, I felt like we were taking a little out of context for whatever that's worth. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I mean, people can kind of create whatever context they want, but I know what we meant <laughs> and and how they were taking it. And those are two different things. So I wanted to clear some of that yes. up. And that, that was yeah, a, I agree. Kind of an important topic for us to talk about. So we can just talk about it now. You know, so. Yeah. So, so I did see that. And I did see the question was, you know, we talked to Haley about how so many people were, were commenting on how she's small and she needs to get bigger if she wants to get stronger. And of course, like she's so lean, obviously like, you know, strength is going to be an issue right. for her. Like that's the kind of quote unquote, sorry, I have a one-year-old. That's, that's the kind good. of quote unquote talking about women's bodies that we were discussing. 
And I think when what happened was Jason brought in some professional commentators from the CrossFit space like Chase or like Brian Friend, whose job is to report on and comment on and discuss what is happening in the sport and on the field of play. And the question, can we talk about athletes' bodies, is far too general in comparison to what we were talking to Haley about. We were talking to Haley about internet trolls that come onto your page and say things about your body, yes, in the context of sport, but without any context of her and her life that that don't mean anything because they're not professionals and they're not her trainers. And the, spe- the specificity of you're a small woman and so you must need to work on your strength is very different from commenting on how someone may or may not be physically built on the field of play. I don't think Haley is going to say, when you're watching me lift, if you say that that I am quite literally smaller than someone right next to me, I did it when, um, when Danny and Jacqueline Dahlstrom were lifting the sandbag. I was like, you, you are different. You're, you're different athletes. You have different strengths and you're built differently. And yet you are both at the end of the sandbag ladder. That's amazing. And that was kind of like a jumping off point, but I don't think, number one, I don't think it's fair to just take our conversation and generally be like, does that mean we're not allowed to talk about how people are built? Because that's not what we were talking about. We're talking about like internet trolls and what effectively becomes like preying on a woman's body, not an athlete on the field of play who's literally doing a thing. And number two, I found it really off-putting and I have not watched the whole thing. So there there will be additional context there that I'm missing, but I found it really off-putting that there were no women in that conversation. There There are a number of women who commentate in our sport. There's Tanya Wagner, there's Annie Sakamoto, there's Jamie Hygieia, there's me. Right. <laughs> and there's a number of women who could have been brought. There's uh, Katie Henniger, who's been on many times. There's Marco Alvarez, who's on the Rogue Show. Like, let's bring a fucking woman into this conversation. If if it's sparked by, hey, here's a girl who people are saying shit about the internet on the internet to her about her body. Let's bring a woman into this conversation for analysis. Right. That was off-putting to me. Yeah, I hadn't really thought of it from Rant that aspect, over. and I guess it's fair. Um, you know, I, again, I don't know Jason that well. I mean, he's, I think he's got a relatively new page, so I don't know how well his connections are to reach out to any of those people. But to your point, he could have. Uh, it's not an excuse. You know, he certainly could help. I mean, I, I've actually messaged him. I'm like, hey, a heads up that you're going to use my clip would have been handy. And I probably should have said to him, I'm happy to introduce you to some of those people because I know all of them. Right. Like, you know, right. I'd be happy to facilitate an introduction. Um, but all that aside, you know, I the thing that got me about it um, – was um i mean where i felt it was out of context and a little bit of it's my fault because maybe i wasn't as clear as i should have been when i posed the question to Haley. i said to her um you know are you still getting those types of comments online what i meant by that was we had had previous conversations with Haley where men men would message her and say you should wear booty shorts or yeah, you we should have had those wear sports bras before. and don't wear why do you wear baggy shirts are you ashamed of your body like you know creeps <laughs> wanting to see more skin yes. and and you know Haley, you know kind of notoriously likes to wear big baggy shirts and running shorts and she's not an athlete that shows a lot of skin and that's perfectly fine that's her prerogative and the way she likes to work out and you know and and so that was the my point of the question was was she still getting some of that um 
And, you know, clearly we were talking about the people commenting that she needed to put on weight or get stronger or, or whatever. And I don't know, like it, it just felt weird. I don't ever like being part of the story, whatever, whatever that's worth. Yeah. I don't, Um, I don't either. I just, I just think it's a really different conversation when you have someone on a podcast and you're talking about when she gets comments online that make her feel uncomfortable. Cause that was really where that conversation was going, where she felt uncomfortable when people reach out and they're like, you need to, you need to get bigger. You need to put on weight or whatever, whatever. Like, obviously you need to train this weakness because your legs are so small. Like that's, that's where our conversation was centered. And to take that and be like, generally, like, are we allowed to talk about because, and and this is where Jason got that too. Like he, it didn't come out of nowhere because like in having that really informal conversation, I'm pretty sure Haley and I landed on, can we just stop talking about people's bodies, please? Like that is where we landed. But like the context and the journey to get there is obviously so fraught with like, because the internet is a dumpster fire, because people cannot like keep their mouths shut because men are creepy. Like there's a lot of context wrapped into that sentence. It is not, it is not, apples to apples to then take that and be like in sports when we're looking at athletes and how they're built and what their capabilities are and what their maxes are and whatever can we talk about people's bodies it's just not the same context in that question so i think there are some you know when you're talking about athletes i think it's fair to talk about body types and things that work and don't and you know i think it would be fair you know, we often talk about like, you know, Fakowski is an example is tall and there are things that are hard for him because he's tall. Now I know it's uncontrollable for him for the moment, you know, but still, you know, it's a body type. Um, and I, you know, like we've talked about Danny before where, you know, Danny's a bigger athlete and it certainly behooves her for that, for like the sandbag ladder, but it hurts her in other categories. And I think it's okay to talk about that in the, in the realm of some athletes are not going to be good at some movements based on, these external factors, whatever, you know, they may be, you know? Yes. I I have no problem with that type of analysis. Yeah. I just start to have problems when, uh, yeah, uh, Bruce, Bruce, Bruce commands and don't forget about Colton. Yeah. We always talk about how short Colton is and, you know, and I, and I think it's okay to have that type of analysis for sure. It gets far different though, you know, cause what's happening in Haley's case is people are straight up messaging her Mm -hmm. and saying things to her. You know, and some mm-hmm. of it I'm sure is well intentioned, but some of it's just creepy as hell. <laughs> you it's know, all and, un- and all unnecessary. Like this is a professional athlete. We are the only sport where the professional athletes are so accessible. Uh, and right. I love that we have that community element of it. But like, you are not her coach. You are not her nutritionist. You do not need to tell her what she should or shouldn't be doing in the, in the realm of how it will affect her body. Well, and they don't have the full story, you know, like, you know, you say, well, you know, if you put on more weight, you'd be stronger. Well, that's not true. That's absolutely not true. Because you can look at Mal O'Brien, who probably weighs exactly the same or damn near close, you know, close to it and cannot lift her like nobody's business. She's just a stronger athlete. She's better at lifting. Like, no offense to Haley, just, you know, a fact. Yeah. And so, right. it, and she would know. take no offense. Yeah. And her, her personal plan is I'm going to work on my nutrition so that I can fuel my strength. And if yeah. that means putting on some pounds, then that's cool. But that is something that she will work out with her team, you know? Yeah. yeah it's just weird. Like the whole thing just felt very weird to me. I like your thought though, that then, you know, I, I would love to see, maybe you should do this for one of your, uh, focused on female, but bring a few, uh, of the women in the sport together, 
you know, get Jamie and maybe Lauren mm. or, or Annie, you know, and you guys yep. have a round table and discuss it. Cause I would love some of their opinions. Like I'm sure Annie Sakamoto is a great example of someone who's been in the sport as a competitor and she's been, you know, as an, an analyst, I'd love to hear her opinion on this, you know, cause yeah. it, I guarantee you topic. she's heard everything <laughs> said about women in the time she's done this. Yeah. 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 I would love that. And I think, I think in general, we need to bring more women into that type of a conversation, high level. We need more people on the media staff, in the media team, on the front end, on the back end. Um, we've got some really talented women like in the trucks that help run the show. I, I would just like to see more of that in the discussion because otherwise it's just a group of men talking about if we can talk about women's bodies. <laughs> like we need a seat at that table. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like we got to level up the sport. That's part, you know, CrossFit's got a kind of a long um, history, not a great history of how women have been viewed in the sport. And there's a lot of great things they've done for men in the sport. So I'm not taking a shot at Agreed. anybody. I'm not, I'm not being woke. But when you look back at the early days when we started a decade ago, you know, you'd watch some of this filming and damn, they'd have these cameras all the way up these women's asses doing sled pushes. And it was totally intentional. It wasn't like an accidental thing. Like they were yeah. you know, trying to drive viewership. Yeah. I mean, that's just what was going on at the time. It's far different yeah, now. We've but, come a long way. We've come yeah. a long way. There's a lot that we've done to empower women in the sport and women are absolutely seen as equals. And there's no like discrepancy between the men's side of the competition and the women's side. I love all of that. And we've, we're expanding the commentators. We're expanding our team. We're expanding. It's really good. It's all good. Um, but th that was just the one thing that really stuck out to me. And again, have not watched Jason's full video. So I'm sure there's context right. that I'm missing, but it just struck me when he was like, I reached out to like, Chase and Brian and we wanted to talk about it and I was like really like where's the where's the vagina at this table I, I need one where's the, representation, the shirt where's please. the vagina that'd be that's would be a great t-shirt um, do you remember going. do you remember when we would talk to Jess Fidden about her uh you look like a man page and yeah. she sent us the vaginas in the weight room shirts yes. I love those shirts those are those were the best. I will say in yeah. in defense of the conversation or people having it, CrossFit is a very unique sport, different than most, where you do have dozens of body types that can be successful. Yeah. Whereas, you know, totally. you look at like as some examples, um, ice skating would be a good one where, you know, they're all are typical same body types, gymnastics, you know, mostly similar body types, swimming, Correct. all kind of the same body types. You know, now different from each sport, they all have different body types, but for that sport, there's one, whereas in, mm -hmm. you know, functional fitness where you have to do a lot of different things, you end up with people that look like Mal O'Brien or people that look like Laura Horvath, people that look like Danny Spiegel and people that look like Haley, you know, and they're yeah, wildly absolutely. different body types. And so I, I think that lends, you know, and we all get our favorites. So it lends you to go, well, if you looked more like so-and-so, you'd be more successful, you know, and mm -hmm. without thinking about how that's coming off. Yeah. Yes. Just, and also without understanding that that is not always true. It's just not. Yeah. But yeah, there's a Ryan in the comments. I love how normal people are trying to train world-class <laughs> athletes like via DM. It's so true. Like right. people just don't know what they're talking about. So I do think that that was really the crux of our conversation in discussing women's bodies was like, these are these are people like online in the comments in DMs. Yeah. I don't think it's a one-to-one -one 
relation to the question of, can we talk about people's bodies? But in fairness to Jason, I, we definitely posed it that way. At the end of the yeah. conversation, we were straight up like, let's just not ever talk about people's bodies. But I, I feel like that was just out of frustration. Yeah, I thought his video know, was good. I liked his video. I watched his video. I thought it was very good. I and mean, he puts on Great. good, he puts together good content. I don't think he was taking a shot. As a matter of fact, I was grateful he was, you know, he watches our show and used the clip. I mean, it was, you know, um, I prefer to be asked, <laughs> but it didn't bother, you know, I didn't proof really. Proof that it's more than just our moms still. There's at least three people, at least. At least. Um, but, you know, it's, it's just interesting. Um, you know, Bruce has said in the comments, and he's absolutely right, you know, we are the only sport where women get paid equal and some make more. Like, you know, Tia made more money than anyone in the sport this year, uh, you know, from earnings. And so it is a very cool sport where women can earn more, but it does feel at times like the critiques around body type for women are different than the critiques around body type for men. And, and I don't know why that is. Maybe just because it's kind of a male heavy commentator sport. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Um, maybe because there's more variability in the women and their maybe. sizing. Most of the dudes look the same with the exception of height. Yeah. I, yeah, I think on the men's side, you hear a lot about height and, you know, you, you, but you hear things like, oh, you know, he needs to get bigger. He needs to get stronger. You know, women, I, I feel like women are catching it from both sides. They hear some of that too, which again, I think is fair. I think it's fair to say yeah, I agree. needs to get bigger, stronger or smaller or whatever, you know, the critique may be for them. Um, but then they are also catching, you know, so many of the comments that Danny Spiegel's DMs are probably crazy and they are. And that's the problem is like, you know, they're also catching people going, Hey, I want to be a foot worshiper. And, and like all the, the grossness that comes with the internet, you know, you know, all this whole discussion is full circle to the first, the first story that you brought up where in general, like, it's just fucking impossible being a woman. <laughs> it is like, you can't escape those comments. You can't escape them online you can't escape them when you're at a charity event in a parking lot trying to fill trust with potatoes like they're that unfortunately is just fucking everywhere well, here's a heartbreaking story for you um i was my daughter came home the other day she'd gone to see a friend she doesn't drive and so she had to go downtown and we in cleveland we have the rapid rta it's a train and it mm -hmm. runs from this side of town all the way into uh, a building called Tower City, which is right in the heart of downtown. And if you've never been to downtown Cleveland, um, not always the safest. Not a, okay. not a bad city, but, you know, it has its moments for sure. Yeah. And I didn't realize she was going down there where she, you know, so she's relaying the story to me. I'm like, oh, how was the rapid? She's like, well, I didn't realize the, you know, the Guardians, our baseball team were playing. And so it was really busy. Lots of people on the train. And she's like, when I got down there, you know, there's kind of people everywhere. And so she's like, I was really, my guard was up. I had, I was really, you know, on high alert. I'm like, well, what's that mean for you? And then I'm just starting to ask her, because I'm curious, like how she thinks. She's like, well, for one, I didn't have my hair in a ponytail. And I'm like, why? And she's like, because I heard often, uh, you know, sex traffickers or people wanting to kidnap you will grab you by your ponytail because you're easier to handle that way amazing and it just broke my heart that she as a woman she has to think all right I, you know she's literally thinking i have to keep my phone in my pocket i have to know mm -hmm. exactly where i'm going she's like and she said to me 
you know, there'd be people standing on the side and I'd walk past them and then they would step out and start walking behind me. And I'm thinking I'm being followed, you know? Yep. And mm-hmm. you know, she's just a young, young woman. She's, you know, 20 years old. And oh, yeah. I'm just thinking, man, that's, this is her reality for probably the rest of her life. And it's, it's oh, yes. heartbreaking, you know? It's and awful. It's it makes awful. me want to help her go get her, get her a concealed carry and buy her a gun if I'm yeah. honest. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've carried mace ever since college. I've carried Mason's college. I keep a nightstick in my car. I have, can't even tell you how often I walk to my car with my keys between my fingers. It's not a joke. Yeah. And we oh, did yeah. episodes, this is a long time ago now. We should probably do another one. But we did an episode with some really cool chicks that John knows, like internet friends. We always talk about our internet friends. Um, God, was it like a year ago? Uh, I think maybe, it's longer than that. Maybe yeah. more? Yeah. Yeah. And it was just, it was just a bunch of regular chicks in fitness who oftentimes deal with sketchy people online, sketchy people in real life and talking about kind of that female experience. And I, I really strongly encourage everyone to go back and listen to it because it was one of the most important episodes I think we've done and nothing has changed. (laughs) Nothing is different. All of that is still really pertinent to, um, just what, what you have to deal with. Well, um, and then I'm reading comments time. today, you know, morning chalk up had a, this is related, but they had, a, did you see this post about the gym? And I think it was in maybe South Africa. <gasps> that where is it the, with the, the camera? Yeah. I got a camera in the women's bathroom or just in the bathroom in general. I'm like, Oh, you're killing me. Like, mm-hmm. I, I kind of want to talk to, we're going to have done fall on uh, the new CEO here in October. And I don't want to talk to him about that specifically, but I think I've mentioned on the show before, I think there's real reputational risk to CrossFit and t- unless they start helping affiliates really understand, you know, how to manage human resources in their buildings. And I wouldn't have prohibited mm-hmm. this clearly. Right. But, you know, you could think if, you know, if CrossFit had some, uh, you know, uh, stop guards in place, like background checks on new owners and, you know, you teach human resources. So when you have, some rogue coach out there sexually harassing members, you know, the owner will still have to deal with it. And it clearly won't keep it from happening, but it protects the reputational risk of the business. So if CrossFit doesn't look like they don't give a shit for me, that's yeah. the fear because I love CrossFit. And I don't want to see like, you know, this happens two or three more times. People will start asking questions. Well, what's CrossFit doing about it? You know, it's just, um, I just don't want to see the reputation of the, of the brand become one that's not safe for people to come into, even if it isn't true, yeah. you know, reputation doesn't have to be true. Yeah, that's true. It's just what you people know? think. That's all yeah, that's, that's important. That's no, that's point, a good question. Know? Yeah. And I don't know, cause I'm not, I, I have an L2 and I've been coaching forever, but I don't own a gym. So I don't know what they provide. Is there like a guidebook or is there like anything along those know. lines in terms of that kind of stuff? Um, I, don't, I, don't I will think say so, that but I'm, I'd like to ask, I'd like to know. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that I feel like I'm glad that for the most part, we are not typically in that conversation. You hear a lot more about like Globo gyms or personal trainers or whatever. I mean, you shouldn't hear any of it, but this is the reality of the world. I feel like for the most part, we're not, we're not in that conversation as much, which is great. But then when it does happen, it like, I feel like it just shakes the entire community, right? Like it's, I don't know. We are all just like, we can all picture ourselves in our own gyms being like, Oh my God, like what if that happened to me? Or as a woman, at least that's where I'm like, what the hell? Well, How could that could happen anywhere? I guess so that's scary. the point is like, I think we feel like 
it's, you know, the, the makeup of CrossFit has always been first responders and cops and firemen and, you know, and just salt of the earth people. And it's full of amazing people and ends part mm-hmm. of why I think you and I love it so much. Mm-hmm. That's why I worry about the reputational risk. Cause it only takes one or two creeps sneaking in and us having no stop gaps in place to keep it from happening, or at least to, you know, try to check it for the reputation of CrossFit to start shifting. And then you put it yeah. in light of everything that happened a couple of years ago. And then people really start asking questions. And again, I'm not trying to dredge up old stuff. Like I, you know, I don't, I think my opinion on that's been pretty clear from the very beginning. I just think that, um, you know, I just remember all those New York times articles as an example and people asking questions and I just don't want to see it, see us go through that again. That's all. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I don't want to be there. Um, I don't think we will, but that was a really, that was a really scary article to read. Well, I look, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, you know, hopefully it's, you know, it'll be taken care of at the local level. I just hate seeing articles saying cross this happens at a CrossFit gym. You know, like I know because like sometimes the general public doesn't really understand that we're all so independent. All the gyms are so independent from one another. But yeah, I I gotta believe. You know, <laughs> there's a little part of me is like there's probably gonna be a follow up article that say you know local first responder that belongs to CrossFit gym beats the shit out of this coach like. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. probably, you know, cause I, I also, that's the thing I love about our community where it's very protective of itself. And like, I, I just think the gyms I've been like, man, if that had happened, I am thinking some of the people in my gym would have been going after that dude for sure. You know, it's like, as they I know. should. Was it a, was it a coach? I'm going to look it up or was it an owner? Yeah. One or the other. I, I don't remember to be honest. I just know like over the years I've heard all these, my point to all this is like, I think we've all heard these stories over the years of there's always a coach who (laughs) hits on all the new girls. I'm laughing because I've heard it so many times, not because it's funny. Um, Hits on all the new girls. And, you know, and I just think that, you know, from a reputational risk, CrossFit could, could add some training to, you know, or just provide it as an option. I'm not even sure they have to force it. Just provide it as an option. If you want it as an owner, here it is to you. If you choose not to do it, it's your choice, but we're going to provide it. Yeah. To you as part of your threatening, you know, mm, it, yeah. makes, it makes yeah. sense to me as a business owner that, you know, I could protect my brand by offering this to someone. If they choose to not do it and something bad happens as the person who owns the brand, I can say that's their fault, not my fault. I offered them a solution. They chose to not take it. Yeah, I think I think you should ask when Don's on the show, because I'd be curious to know. I, I I bet there's some stuff already, but I'd be curious to know. I hope so. Yeah. It was just, but you know, and then, you know, same thing as what we, you know, see it in the comments here is the comment section of that article or just a big dumpster fire of, you know, I'm, I'm go I always go in going, I'm so hopeful that people are going to be like, yeah, this guy's an asshole. And there was a lot of that. And then there's always the one or two guys that are going, why is this news? I'm like, you're killing me. Right. <laughs> like you're, I saw that too. You know? And then I had to get out of the comments immediately. Why is this news? Are you serious? I know. It's just oh, funny God. to me. It's it's all becoming very funny to me, but yeah, I know I have to excuse myself from the internet sometimes. Yeah. Well, it, it is what it is, you know, all in all though, I, you know, I've been very pleased, I think with 
you know, feels right now that the community's really come together since the games yeah. and people seem really happy and, and kind of excited about the future. And, and, uh, so I'm hopeful. I'm looking forward to talking Same. to Don. I want to hear his vision and what he wants to do and, you know, kind of what he thinks is next for the company, what's important to him, you know, how yeah. that's going to impact us, how it's going to help affiliates. I, for me, that's the big thing. Like I could care less about what he's going to do with the games. I want to know what he's going to do to help affiliates. And I think that'll be fun. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Totally. So anyway, yeah, it's just been a kind of weird week. Weird week. Yeah, I agree. Weird week, and it's only Tuesday. <laughs> oh, my God. That's okay. I know. We're going to make Bean, it. Bean says so, too. He's right here. Hey Amazing. Buddy. I know. Anyway, that's all that's going on with me. I hate that Freya couldn't be on. Well, Spencer, tomorrow night, you won't be here, but Spencer will be on tomorrow night. And then we also have uh, Emily Roth. May or may not work because she's in Canada. You oh, never God. Okay. CBD. Standard Canadians, man. <laughs> man. We got an America's hat. We got to get them all down here for this podcast. <laughs> did, you, did you call them America's hat? Is that what you said? America's hat. Yeah. America's hat or is the internet. U.S. is the U.S. Canada's beard? I don't know. One or the Maybe. other. I wonder why we keep having this problem with them on the West Coast. That's a weird thing. I don't thing. know. It's bizarre. And I keep being like, are you in your gym? Does your gym have shitty Wi-Fi? And then they just switch to their actual signal and it's no better. Yeah, maybe it's the time of day. Maybe they throttle down in the late evenings or just once everyone's on, it's just hard. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? All right. So you got new chickens. All right. We got baby chicks. Yes. How many? We have six. I'm a girlfriend who ordered too many. <laughs> and so we got to we got to take some of the overflow. So we've got four big girls already in there in the interim coop. Matt is in the process of doing a shed coop conversion project. And then when the when the little ones feather out in a few weeks, they'll all go back in there together. So Love it. more eggs coming. <laughs> Man, Brazier Farm. Are you gonna get Dude, any, it's other coming animals? Along. any other yes, animals? Any other animals? No, no, no. We've got big plans. So there's oh. a, this is kind of funny. There's a like decrepit tennis court on the mm -hmm. property of this new house. that's yeah. like all broken down. Like there's no clay anymore. It's just dirt. Um, so it's basically just like a big level dirt patch with a fence already around it. So it is a perfect foundation for our barn uh, yeah. that we want to get next, maybe next spring, next summer. And the vision right now that this might change is two goats, mini goats, and one alpaca. I'm coming to visit. If you, I want yes! to play with mini goats. I'm coming to visit. Come visit. It'd be so fun. I love It'd be so fun. I, I can't wait. Nothing funnier on video than mini goats. I don't know why they're so funny to me. They're hysterical. They're hilarious. They're hilarious and adorable. And I want to get them all as like little babies so that we can raise them. And I want to make them, them faint. And Fainting goats is the funniest thing we ever. We can get fainting goats. I know they're hilarious. That'd be the best. Love it. Oh, God. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And Matt grew up on a farm, so he like very much wants to like impart a little bit of that responsibility and raising Hunter to like, you know, go, get the eggs in the morning, whatever. Bruce has decided, no, Canada is the U.S. hat and Mexico is the beard. There you go. Yeah, Mexico's what our beard. We? What are we, just yeah, the face? Canada, yeah, yeah, we're the face. Canada's the hat, Mexico's our beard. Okay, beautiful. I love I it. I can, I I can right. see it. The vision. Yeah clear <laughs> yeah and he knows because he's from florida and floridians know ah, everything there you it's go true. it's true they know right. everything 
Okay. All right. Anything else, Nicole? Sorry for the no. weird night. Oh, I got nothing else. It was nice to chat. I'm going to go do baby bedtime. All right, cool. Well, tell Matt, thank you yeah. for the thousandth time for sharing you. Appreciate it. I will. Hopefully I'll uh, come to you at some point soon, live from my office. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will have You guys Spencer. don't have to hear the kitchen happening in the background. We will have Spencer on tomorrow night. He's on Ohio Wi-Fi, so it should be good. He's just right down the street. I'll drive down to his house and pick his ass up if I have to. I was going to say, you just have him over. I really should. <laughs> I really should. And uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, Emily later in the week. And then uh, the following week, I forget who we have, M- Michelle Bassanet. And it's just the other ones escaping me off the top of my head. But we've got some good guests coming yeah. up. So big Yay. fun. All right. Yeah. Good seeing you. For everyone listening, thanks Likewise. for uh, joining our little hodgepodge podcast tonight. And we'll see you tomorrow night.